Hi, I'm Kaylee. I'm Pranava. And I'm Shreya. And welcome back to Form Room Confessions. Today, we're going to set a scenario. If you had one day, what would you do when there was no access to any social media platforms? So imagine you'd uninstalled all your social media platforms. What were the Best different several things is, that you could do? How are we going to take this opportunity to gain more insight into the fields that we wish to pursue? But let's first start off with introducing our fields. Uh, Kaylee, do you want to go first? Sure. I am looking into going to medicine. So for me, I have a lot of wider reading that I have to do and a lot of knowledge gathering for just a basic general knowledge, which having a day where I wasn't obsessed, obsessively attached to my phone like it was a second limb um, would be very useful. So I could actually maybe do some reading. But also I have to do a lot of work experience just to um, understand the true impact and the weight of going into medicine because medicine is very weighty is probably not the right word to describe it but very it's a very heavy career it weighs on you a lot um so i would definitely make sure that i use it for work experience and for wider reading um and definitely focusing on my ucas application because that is definitely an important thing for applying to unis sherry what about you yeah, so um, I, I, I think definitely medicine is one of very heavy careers, so I agree with you on that. Um, I personally wish to go into law, and I think it's completely on the other side of the spectrum. It's on a whole other extreme uh, with, you know, so many several. I think there are several things in law which people don't quite know about. I think there are certain areas of law where there's a lot of um, kind of information already out there, you know, such as corporate law or commercial law, but there's also an, a lot of other types of niche fields which only will really come once you put research into it and once you actually talk to people as well as kind of research um, into different um, kinds of companies and what they kind of focus in on. So I think I would use the time to really look at um, companies and reputed firms that are currently in these different industries and really try and see the different things I can do rather than just going down the route that, you know, everyone wishes to go down and maybe try and see them like where my expertise could be in the future. What about you, Pranava? And I, me on the other hand, would go into the physics field and how I'd use this time would probably be looking at the NASA websites and different kind of UCAS opportunities or work experience that I have. Probably not work works I'd like to read in physics because there's so many good books. No, by I agree with you. Reading, actually, your point about reading books surrounding your field is really important. I have, I actually do really get into medical dramas, whether it be TV programs, obviously, which I wouldn't be able to watch on a day like this. But books like Adam Kay is a very famous author at the minute for his um, This Is Gonna Hurt and his uh, second book that he released actually the past Christmas, Christmas of 2020 which was The Night Shift Before Christmas which I read in under three days and I was very into that book it was very funny, it was a very funny book so yeah there are a lot of um, books at least for my field that are more account of events that have happened with obviously abiding to the law surrounding privacy um, and patient doctor confidentiality Um, but they're very very insightful of actually how life works when you're a doctor how balancing things gets a lot more difficult I think the topic of reading books is uh, really crucial and I think in this day and age when it's so easy to just Google everything, I think we kind of, um, you know, we don't value the the kind of the 
knowledge that we can gain from books and obviously a lot of times whether whatever field that is it's written by like experts so I think it's really important to kind of read books whether you read it on your kindle or online or you know physical copy but I think it's really important to to immerse yourself in the reading and for me also I think I like to focus on um, I think like I mentioned before kind of how what books you can read then that that can be then mentioned in your personal statement or you know that can then be used to um, really like kind of figure out what kind of specified field you want to go into under the kind of broad terms of it and I think one more question I'd like to ask um, is what other kind of um, activities or supercurricular activities would you like to engage in during today during even the one day that you have from that social media which would kind of help even you in, on another website that they, um, there's a specific um, another website that's linked to NASA is actually um, NASA science and they have loads of um, activities that any age people can do, like children, teenagers, adults. And I think those activities are, I've tried one, a uh, few actually, and they're really, really interesting. I've tried them with the, my family and everything, and it's really, really good. And it's in the uh, field. And yeah, I'd suggest doing that if you want to go into the physics field. Uh, anyone else? Um, personally for me, in terms of like activities that I could do, that relate to medicine obviously like we've already mentioned like reading I mentioned like work experience um and uh again wider reading specifically focused on um medical topics but that you would be able to do uh certain activities for actually one of my Christmas presents was an anatomical coloring in book which sounds like I am the biggest geek in the world. And I am. Like, there's no doubt about it. I'm a very big geek, and I'm not going to deny that. Um, but it's actually quite fun, because colouring is a very relaxing activity. You can just sit down. It's almost mind-numbing, because you're doing the movement back and forth, and you can watch it. It's very mind-numbing like that. It's very interesting. Um, but you're also looking and um, studying this image of different parts of the body, so whether that be the brain or the chambers of the heart or the um, structure of the spine, different bones in the body, the skeleton, the digestive system, like there, are, it's a very very thick book. It's Definitely probably like that, wide. or uh, you can get like suturing kits to practice that technique um, and little things like that. <laughs> but definitely like going onto like websites, so like the NHS, like. Um, World Health, World Health Organization, who CDC, and just reading articles about um, current events, not necessarily the pandemic, but also um, advances made in developments and new trials that are starting, things like that, or updates with trials that have been going on for 5, 10, 15, almost 20 years sometimes. Um, things like that that's, that's very interesting at least to me uh, it is for me i think uh, uh slightly away from the kind of the science as well we're looking at law i think um i'd be looking at kind of like a lot of super activities in terms of like essay competitions and stuff like that and i think even if not in it with a mindset to particularly you know win everything um but just to like when you have a particular question and then um yeah, so I think essay competitions are a great way in order to really, I think like we mentioned before, like expand your knowledge because it gives you a, a, a question and then you kind of, you know, do research and look at different authors and whether that's online or looking at books or, you know, talking to different um, members of your family or, you know, people that you know who are in the field. And that actually gives you a lot of insight into one particular field. And, you know, that may 
you know, uh, kind of urge you on to looking at more in that kind of niche area, um, which I think is really useful. And I think that really kind of also teaches you the element of what we would need to do at university, which is to look at a lot of different sources, whatever subject you're studying, even where that's in science, like looking at different papers and analyzing those. And, you know, generally, as you get older, these papers are a lot longer are a lot you know are like in a lot more detail and sometimes quite difficult to understand and which really kind of teaches you the art of being able to summarize it and also putting it in your own words but also kind of taking and citing those sources that you have used so i think that's a really important skill which i think um i would kind of try and like to focus on whilst obviously doing my a levels but um kind of those essay competitions and those kind of domain i completely agree with you there i actually i have looked into some medical essay competitions they're a lot harder to find whereas for law I think you might be able to cover things for like English history psychology like you take um, and politics things like that for medicine it's a lot harder because you can only really cover cover um, like biology chemistry in terms of actually hitting the medicine mark um, and obviously you can do other competitions for that relate to the A-levels you take um, or like specific things that some of the professors are very interested in looking into because sometimes that's always gives you a few good brownie points if you get the right professor and that's something that you've covered um, but no it, yeah I've definitely personally looked into them I know that that's something that's and sometimes they can be very difficult like looking into them because the their questions are very what it's described as an open question it's very open-ended it leaves you with a lot of wiggle room but they will sometimes only give you 500 words, so that's really not enough. But then you can get some that go up to like 5,000 words. So it's few and far between and making sure that, especially for the size of the essay, you have to be very concise. So for a 500 word essay, you've got to hit the mark, you've got to get it precise, you've got to get it very, very accurate, very detailed, very informative, very answering the question. I know that doesn't grammatically make a sentence, but... Um, but for the longer essays, you've got like, sometimes it can be like 1,000, 2,000, 2,500, 5,000 word essays that you maybe don't have as much um, evidence to back it up. Maybe you cannot find as much. Maybe it's, that's the point of the essay. That's, it's a new thing that's being discussed and you have to share your opinion, but you have to find evidence to back up your opinion or to counter argument your opinion. And you have to find ways to fluff up if you will your essays without it being um too absurd or too fluffy um or my english my english teacher at gcc described it very well you have to be concise and you can't waffle but you need to be able to waffle but make it not waffle which <laughs> makes no sense because you said waffle way too many times but actually you need to be able to waffle without being without waffling it's like hiding a waffle under cream you can't see the <laughs> you can't see the waffle but the waffle's still there if you know what i mean i'm trying to say that didn't come out very well i don't know i'm sorry um but no i completely agree with you definitely if essay competitions is something that actually would that would be a very good use of time because you can spend a couple of hours doing hardcore research and then spend another couple of hours actually writing the essay um so yeah that's a very good point that's very long sorry yeah, so I just want to talk about a book that I'm reading right now. It's uh, written by Stephen Hawking. It's um, On the Shoulder of Giants. 
of course it has like big vocabulary that I cannot understand and has like intense maths in between it and it's I like it because I don't understand it and it has that space for me to google it look at the word and like find new topics that I haven't learned in my curriculum and it just like it's great I just love that book a lot and I'm even though it's very word heavy it has like small font and it's like about my it has small font and it's really really big but um yeah and I I recommend it if you're um doing some physics or do you want to go into the uh, physics field it just opens so many um new topics that you haven't le- learned before so yeah anything else you want to go you want to add guys yeah I think I just wanted to say like I think your idea of like reading particular books and stuff is really interesting so actually for uh, a few I think it was a few weeks ago um I read a book by someone, a lawyer named Brian, Brian Stevenson, and I was actually looking um, at writing something on, on the death penalty. And I had come in with very different views, um, you know, raised by you know, different members of my family and what they felt about it. And obviously, I think it's, it's a very controversial topic. Um, some people have very strong opinions on both sides of it, for sure. Um, but I think really reading it from uh, like a legal perspective and knowing and um, he's written it very beautifully in the book from you know a particular person that actually went through the went through on being on death row and actually was innocent. Uh, but then even our, and even when they had been exonerated, actually that took such a toll on them that then their life never really could get back to normal because obviously all the people that they left behind had moved on. And I think um, it kind of taught me a lot of a lot about the legal industry and how it works, especially in terms of criminal law. But also, I think the kind of mark that that um, lawyers and kind of like laws can leave on a society as well in so many different aspects. And I think that was what I found really interesting. But I think looking at the picture in broad detail, I think these kind of competitions and reading different books really gives you an insight to whatever field you may want to go into, kind of like more niche aspects from people who are actually there. Because I think we have a view from the outside from what people have told us. But when we actually read about these real life experiences, it, it gives you, you know, a lot more of what you could be doing in the future. So is there anything you'd like to add, Katie? Um, no, I completely agree with you, though. I'd also want to add... Uh, going to the webinars, not specifically in going to like the webinars, not specifically in our fields, but also just in the future job that you're going to do. For example, I'm going to a webinar that I'm going to be going. I will be going to a webinar that will be uh, talking about um, social speaking or public speaking and how to speak confidently. And that's um, something that will be really, really important for my future job. And so stuff like not particularly in our field, but just in general for the first job that you're going to have or just uh, teamwork, building skills and stuff like that. Webinars about that, that will be, um, I'd recommend that to do. Yeah, no, I can I completely agree with you there. Actually, that's a very interesting point. Of sometimes, although focusing on what you're going to be studying and what you're going into is a very is very useful and it's the most um, it's the first point of contact. Actually, sometimes the the wider knowledge of surrounding everything, the things that you need to have to be able to do that thing, sometimes they need. Um, strengthening especially in our world like we're discussing what would you do on a day if you didn't have social media and we're discussing it because we're so reliant on social media and we say social media in terms of like instagram snapchat tiktok youtube like things like netflix like streaming platforms but also the media like the news outlets and things like that like google like 
um, like BBC, like um, Sky News, things like that. They're all types of media. They're all ones that spread information, whether that be accurate or inaccurate information. And it twists our perception and especially like things like social media platforms. They really, I think they really decrease our ability to communicate effectively because you're doing it from behind a screen, you're typing it out. So putting what you feel into actual words is very different in person. Um, so no, I completely agree with you there. Actually, the point of sitting down and taking a webinar on public speaking, how to get your point across effectively, is a very good idea. And I think a lot more people need to do that because it's not something focused on in school. It's how well can you write an essay? How well can you do this math um, issue? It's all written there's nothing really vocally communicated um except like things like our school does electives where one of them's mun so it's a mock um version of model un it's called model un or the bar mock trials which really you're a part of um where you do you sit down you have a conversation you argue your point you communicate effectively but not a lot of schools do that like the school that um Pranava and I came from, they didn't do that. Shreya, I think you said that your school didn't do anything like that either. Um, I've got people that, I know people that go to other schools in the local area that don't do things like that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a very interesting thing. And I think actually learning to communicate effectively would be a very good point of contact of this is what I'm doing to improve my abilities as a person to be more effective in this job role, whatever that may be, whatever qualifications I may have, this is why I'm socially, as a human being, good for this role, not just my brain power, not my academic abilities. Socially, as a person, I'm good, I can communicate, I can work well within a team, I've done, I've looked into it, I've done training, I've attended webinars, I've, um, done team sports, I've worked, I've tutored Pranava, both Pranava and Shreya, you both tutor, um, so I can communicate, so you're widening your personal, almost like skill set, like your little toolbox, like not just like academic, academia aside, your personal skills, you're trying to improve that, you're like, you, you've got your basic set, but you're slowly upgrading everything to higher quality, more in-depth knowledge, extra tools that just add in when you come in later, things like that. And it's very interesting. So actually, it's a really good point. It's very interesting. Yeah, I think I just want to come back to that topic of, of social media. I think um, I come, came across this yesterday that social media platforms are actually known as narrow casters. So when we talk about like kind of broadcasting television, um, while all media outlets, you know, there, there's that saying in media, if it bleeds, it leads that like, media outlets always put out negative more and more kind of negative content but more so in social media platforms because you know while they may claim that they don't you know control the the content that you post because users post that content but they allow for the the kind of post that incite violence whether that's what we've seen in the inspection in in america or so many like the all the Rohingya genocide that that's happening right now um so many things and that those are the things that are always pushed which means that extremist 
groups on both sides are the ones that have so much power in social, on social media. And so many young people get a lot of their news from social media. A lot of people never even read actual news outlets. Not that those are the best, but even then they get a lot of their news from Instagram or Snapchat, which wouldn't have been the case even maybe five or 10 years ago. So it's a very, very recent phenomenon, but it goes to show that social media is having more and more power over us and over the things that we choose to do because this is not just us reading a post online it actually then leads to harmful consequences in real life and there's even talks of you know maybe that what if that is a world war three it's going to be a cyber war because now there is so much power that these social media platforms hold and these tech giants hold that it it's becoming increasingly harder for people to kind of for people to kind of um uh, get away get away from that on, on a whole level It's going to be so much more difficult for people to, to to get away and kind of isolate themselves which is why we feel like this idea of you know even this may seem like a scenario but really using this maybe like once or you know once in two weeks or once a month having a detox day when you don't look at any social media platforms and actually look at other ways of engaging with um your career prospects or whatever that is that you want to do and i think coming back to the point of public speaking i think Prano made a really good point there that it's not just well um, we should look at our future careers. We have to be open-minded. Like like we've seen with this pandemic, we don't know when things can change. And right now, these are the fields we might go, want to go into, but who knows, anything can change in the future and we need to be adaptable. And that's why I think these transferable skills, like things like public speaking, things like team sports, which teaches collaboration. When you work, you learn discipline and commitment and you know how to stick, stick to a schedule and where that's, you know, the, when you're paid and how you spend and save that money. Like all these things are going to be useful to us. Like our entire life so I think those kind of transferable skills as well as learning the essay competitions you know being able to plan um, and then being able to summarize and being able to give a brief and then being able to put it all together and you know using your time management I think all of those are really really important skills and I think this this kind of you know using this scenario really helped us to kind of look at those effects mm. so I think that's actually a really nice way to end the podcast I think if anyone has anything else to add now no? Well, okay. Well, that's just our time to say thank you and to say bye then.